This message comes from NPR sponsor Noom. Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, helps you build new habits for a healthier lifestyle. Check out The Noom Kitchen for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. President Biden is calling on House Republicans to get behind a $93.5 billion supplemental spending bill that would include $60 billion in aid for Ukraine, though that appears unlikely. Biden warning today opposing the measure will play into Putin's hands. However, as NPR's Eric McDaniel reports, some GOP lawmakers do not seem concerned. A majority of Senate Republicans didn't back this bill. It was supposed to be bipartisan. It was something Senate Minority Leader Republican Mitch McConnell obviously cared a lot about. But for the senators more closely aligned with GOP presidential frontrunner Donald Trump's sort of anti-alliance, America first wing of the party, this is just not the kind of foreign commitment that makes sense to them. House Speaker Mike Johnson has also cast doubt on the future of the bill in the lower chamber, saying lawmakers there may be prepared to go their own way. The bill would also contain aid for Israel and Taiwan. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is trying to reassure an American jailed in Russia. The case is high on the U.S. agenda. As NPR's Michelle Kelman explains, Russia has not accepted a deal the U.S. proposed to win Paul Whelan's release. Secretary Blinken was speaking at a forum on hostage diplomacy when he mentioned his latest phone call with Paul Whelan, a former U.S. Marine who's been in Russian custody since December 2018. Our intensive efforts to bring Paul home continue every single day. And they will, until he and Evan Gerskovitz and every other American wrongfully detained is back with their loved ones. Gershkovich is a Wall Street Journal reporter who was arrested in Russia last year. The State Department says it made a significant offer to try to win the release of both men, but that was rejected by Russia. Michelle Kellerman, NPR News, the State Department. Flight attendants from a number of airlines rallied outside more than 30 airports today to call attention to their contract demands. As NPR's Andrea Shu reports, unions representing roughly 100,000 flight attendants are in the midst of contract talks. Flight attendants marched and chanted and held signs that said things like, we're the front line that makes the bottom line. At United, Southwest, American, Alaska, and some smaller airlines, flight attendants say they deserve higher wages and better work-life balance. Chip Lowe, who's flown with United for seven years, says the job has become more stressful since the pandemic. You know, people are frustrated about kind of any and everything, and so the the first line to de-escalate that is your flight attendants. The airlines say they're committed to reaching industry-leading agreements with the flight attendants' unions. Talks are scheduled to continue in the coming weeks. Andrea Shu, NPR News. Stocks took a beating today after stronger-than-expected inflation numbers. Ward investors' Fed, cuts, Fed rate cuts may be fewer and further between. The Dow fell 524 points today. You're listening to NPR News. An unusual vote to elect a replacement for disgraced Congressman George Santos is going on in New York suburbs today, despite snowy weather. Some are looking at the special election as a bellwether battle for control of Congress. Today's election pits Democrat Tom Sluzy, a former congressman against Republican Mazie Pillup, a county lawmaker. The district in a section of Queens and on Long Island became vacant after Santos was expelled from Congress last year over various lies, he told. 
Hackers are targeting a popular healthcare software program in Romania, and as a result, 100 different hospitals are now offline. According to Romania's National Cybersecurity Directorate, at least 100 hospitals across the country are disconnected from their IT systems after a massive ransomware attack. Around 25 hospitals had their systems compromised and their data locked down by hackers, while the remaining hospitals took their own systems offline in order to prevent a breach. The hospitals were all using the same vulnerable IT software, the Hippocrates platform. Hackers are demanding Bitcoin and ransom. The healthcare industry is a popular target for hackers because hospitals need access to their data to prevent healthcare emergencies. However, the scale of the attack in Romania is particularly concerning. Cybersecurity officials are recommending all users of the vulnerable software investigate possible intrusions. Jenna McLaughlin, NPR News. Despite falling demand in North America, soft drink maker Coca-Cola is out with stronger-than-expected fourth-quarter earnings. The company says its revenues rose 7% to $10.8 billion for the three months ending in December of last year. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. For the next 15 seconds, REI wants to remind you that your time is precious and that getting outside to soak up summer is a precious way to spend it. Visit your local REI co-op or rei.com slash opt outside. 